Today is Monday, August 7, 2023. Sing with joy to God our help. Sing with joy to God our help. Sing with joy to God our help. The first reading according to Numbers chapter 11, verse 4 to 15. Now the rabble that was among them had greedy desires, and even the Israelites wept and said, Who will give us meat to eat? We remember the fish we ate without cost in Egypt, the cucumbers, the melons, the leeks, the onions, and garlic. Now our appetite is gone. There's nothing to look at, nothing but manna. Now the manna was like coriander, coriander seed and had the appearance of bedellium. The people went about gathering it up and then ground it between millstones and pounded it in the mortar. They boiled it in a pot and made cakes with it, which tasted like cakes made with oil. As soon as dew fall at night in the camp, the manna came with it. Moses heard the people crying, family by family, at the entrance of the tent, and Yahweh became very angry. These displeased Moses. Then Moses said to Yahweh, Why have you treated your servant so badly? Is it because you do not love me that you burdened me with this people? Did I conceive all these people, and did I give them birth? And now you want me to carry them in my bosom, as a nurse carries an infant to the land you promised, an oath to the fathers. Where would I get meat for all these people? When they cry to me, saying, Give us meat that we may eat, I cannot myself alone carry all these people the burden is too heavy for me. Kill me rather than treat me like this, I beg of you. If you look kindly on me, let me not see your anger. The Gospel according to Matthew chapter 14, verse 13 to 21. When Jesus heard of it, he sat out by the boat for a secluded place to be alone. But the people heard of it, and they followed him on foot from the towns. When Jesus went ashore, he saw the crowd gathered there, and he had compassion on them, and healed the sick. Late in the afternoon, his disciples came to him and said, We are in a lonely place, and it is now late. You should send these people away so they can go to the villages and buy something for themselves to eat. But Jesus replied, they do not need to go away. You gave them something to eat. They answered, We have nothing here but five loaves and two fishes. Jesus said to them, Bring them here to me. Then he made everyone sit down on the grass. He took the five loaves and two fishes. Disciples to, to distribute to the people. And they all ate, and everyone had enough. Then the disciples gathered up the leftovers, filling two baskets. About 5,000 men had eaten there, besides women and children. Eucharist is at the heart of the Christian life. 
I love reading the advice columns in the daily newspaper. It helps me to learn about different issues and ways that people think. It can help me learn techniques for dealing with my problems in a healthy way. One of the most common issues I see in these columns is anger over a lack of gratitude. Family members often express disappointment and even anger that recipients never acknowledge the gifts they received and said thank you. In today's first reading, Moses feels much the same way. He is tired of the people's lack of gratitude, the constant asking for more. This reading is paired with this story of Jesus feeding five thousand men only with five loaves and two fish. The Gospel tells us that Jesus said the blessing, giving thanks to God for providing His people. This miracle prefigures. The Eucharist, which we celebrate today, God feeding His people with His own body and blood, the Greek word from which the word Eucharist comes, means thanksgiving. As the Eucharist is at the heart of the Christian life, so to gratitude be. Let us face each day with a grateful heart. Genesis chapter thirty-three, verse four. As Saul ran to meet Jacob and embraced him. First, forgive. We call ourselves sisters in Christ. But my white friend and I had begun to act like enemies. Over a cafe breakfast one morning, we argued unkindly over our offering racial views. Then we parted with my vowing not to see her again. One year later, however, we were hired. By the same ministry, working in the same department, unable not to reconnect. Awkwardly, at first we talked over conflicts. Then, over time, God helped us to apologize to each other and to heal and to give the ministry our best. God also healed the bitter division between Esau and his twin brother Jacob, and blessed both their lives. A one-time skimmer. Jacob had robbed Esau of the father's blessing, but twenty years later, God called Jacob to return to the homeland. So Jacob sent ahead bountiful gifts to peace Esau. But Esau ran to meet Jacob and embraced him. He threw his arms around his neck and kissed him, and they wept. Genesis chapter thirty-three, verse four. Their reunion stands. Is a classic example of God's urging to settle anger with a brother or sister before offering our gifts, talents, or treasures to Him. Instead, first go and be reconciled to them, then come and offer your gift. Jacob obeyed God by reconciling with Esau, and later setting up an altar to the Lord. What a beautiful order! First, strive for forgiveness. And reconciliation, then at his altar he receives us. Patricia Rabin. Against whom do you hold a grudge or grievance? What steps can you take to reconcile? Dear God, when I hold onto hard feelings against another believer, inspire me on the way to your altar to forgive first. 